0: Sandy Patty.
1: Uh, my mom's name's Patty. <laughs> so when we were at the beach, she was Sandy Patty. <laughs> oh,
2: <that's>...
0: oh, <laughs> oh, that was
1: bad. <laughs> that was, I mean, that
0: was, that was that was actually pretty good. Have you used that before? Or was that just for the no, moment? No, that was.
1: I've never heard of Sandy Patty in my life. Oh
0: man. Okay, so Sandy Patty is a Christian singer songwriter that we grew up on. And she was sort of this, like, powerhouse of a vocalist. And she had a couple songs about Easter morning. Ooh. And one of the songs began, Was It a Morning Like This? And she's talking about the John and Peter running to the tomb and finding it empty. And and uh, and, he, and she asks, Did the earth quake? And did the stones rejoice to hear you again? Anyways, I always think of that song on Easter Sunday. And... So I think of it today. Yeah, that's where we are. He is risen. He is risen indeed. He is risen.
1: He is risen indeed. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell we're really (laughs) in sync today. In sync today.
0: Oh man, he is risen indeed.
1: Yeah, so we've we've come a long way just during one week. Yeah. Right? From from Palm Sunday. Through the washing of the feet, through lots of other reflections, Good Friday, Maundy Thursday, I yeah. always like Monday Thursday, yeah, like yeah. is not really the right word, but yeah,
0: but it's powerful, thinking through Jesus' prayer in the garden, yeah. and yeah, then uh, yeah, good Friday and now now Easter, so boom,
1: boom, <laughs> so. Just as a reminder for everyone, um, if you are unfamiliar with what we're doing, um, even though it is Easter Sunday now, if you, you want to go back and, and uh, walk, um, participate in the last week of episodes, um, go go check out our stuff that started last Sunday on Palm yeah. Sunday. And if you guys want to end at the reflection questions, then feel free to do so. That's great. Uh, if you need a little bit more time, you know, we, we give some time for, for pauses, but if you need a little bit more time, then go ahead and press pause. So our, our whole uh, goal idea is to um, not just engage your ears and your mind, but to engage your heart and your spirit and yeah. um, to give to give room to, to think, to contemplate, um, on, on jesus death and now finally resurrection yeah so um if you guys want to do that that's great and if you want to stick around dan and i'll have a little conversation of yeah. how we process those those reflection questions yeah um on on the back side of that so
0: yeah cool well let's uh let's we invite you we invite ourselves now maybe just to take a minute quiet ourselves on the joy of this day as we uh, hear from John chapter 20. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. So Peter went out with the other disciple, and they were going toward the tomb. Both of them were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. And stooping to look in, he saw the linen clothes lying there, As you consider this passage on this Easter Sunday, imagine being with Peter and John as they make their way to the tomb. Imagine looking in and seeing the empty tomb and the clothes lying there. How do you respond? What goes through your mind and through your heart?
1: In verse eight, it says that John went inside, he saw and believed. What do you actually believe? Jesus for a gardener. What are some mistaken identities that you give to Jesus?
0: of this, Jesus asks Mary, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? How would you answer Jesus? Where do you find yourself weeping? And how can the joy of the resurrection meet you where you are this morning? Imagine standing face to face with Jesus and hearing him say your name.
2: None
0: So Jackson, what uh, as we read through that passage and ask and hear some of the questions and invitations for reflection, anything that particularly jumped out to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, it's really... um, The first thing, I always love reading that in that account in the book of John because... John's got the the low key, uh, <laughs> diss on I'm faster than Peter.
0: Yeah, you know? I know it's, it's so just, funny.
1: It is so great. He just has to throw that in there, right? The other disciple outran
0: Peter <laughs> and reached the tomb first.
1: <laughs> Peter got up and immediately ran, but <laughs> yeah, I beat him there. I beat um,
0: him there. And where does for for listeners that may not I don't know how familiar we you would be with John throughout the book of John the Gospel of John there's reference to the disciple whom Jesus loved and most the understanding is that that's John so John right, doesn't yeah. talk about himself I John, but he, he speaks of himself as the beloved disciple so mm-hmm. yeah, just e- to, exactly so um, but
1: other than that it's I, f- I find myself really trying to dive into the mixed up emotions that had to mm-hmm. have been happening, right? so yeah. w- what you have john who saw and he believed but it also says that they didn't understand yet right yeah and so yeah he kind of realized something was going on but that mm-hmm. wasn't super apparent to mary yeah to me she yeah. it says that she was weeping i've always kind of imagined it i don't if you've never done this Imagine yourself in the scene. Like Close Mm -hmm. your eyes, take some time to just complete Mm -hmm. silence, and you are with them, right? Or you're in the place of Mary if you want to take a place of somebody or in the place of Peter, whoever you want to be, or you just are an additional party. Yeah, yeah. And I've always imagined Mary not quite inconsolable because she's obviously able to respond, but she's freaking out. Yeah, like she realizes that something is off here. Yeah, and and she's freaking out. So yeah. she's sad. Yeah, she wants to go care for the body of Jesus. She finds that that the grave has been robbed. Yeah, yeah, really, and like that's that's horrible. Like, what mm-hmm. would you do if you went to go like visit a grave site or something, and you yeah. just.
0: Found out, you know, an empty yeah. grave. Yeah, the grave's been dug up, and the body's yeah. missing. Like, mm-hmm. I think of, I, I, I thought of uh, Lion Witch, in the wardrobe, um, Aslan, the sort of Christ figure, is killed on the stone table, and the the Susan and Lucy go and they mourn over him, and then they they go off and hear the crack of the table, and they come back, and and they're like just, yeah, so distraught that they they couldn't even leave the body alone is the line, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's just sort of the insult to injury like not only is he dead and not only have all of our maybe hopes died with him because they don't yet understand that he had to die and that he had to be raised but um they couldn't even they had they had to mess with his body right i mean it's just sort of that insult to injury like we're at the lowest of the low and then one more thing his body we can't even mourn him properly we can't anoint him properly Mm -hmm. right i mean they're you know he's crucified on the eve of the sabbath and so they they can't do all the proper burial burial rites so it's just that that added yeah indignity and 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 grief and okay this is our final chance to say goodbye and sort of to have that that meant it's like we're gonna have a funeral for him whatever and then you find out you can't do that even. yeah i mean yeah there's so much jumbled up there
1: yeah but then in the in the snap of a finger bam yeah everything changes yeah everything changes and it goes from being and I don't know about you guys. Maybe you are just much more emotionally evolved beings than I am, but I have a really hard time switching on and off my emotions. Like once I start to get frustrated, I'm that's just where I am for a while. Yeah. And once I get sad, I'm that's where I am for a while. I don't go, I don't switch gears very quick. And so that's what rolls in my head is what, what has Mary, what does she have to be feeling Mm. there? Um, You know, is it something that she has like switched gears immediately to? Is she a little bit, you know, kind of ticked at Jesus? Like, Hey, (laughs) Um, I I, I don't, we don't see that in scripture, but you know, just kind of walking through that and the, regardless of what the emotions are, it's extremely emotional. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's an emotional time when you're, when you're laying anyone to rest Yeah, and you're kind of, your emotions are raw and right mm. there on, yeah. on the edge. And so uh, th- that's just kind of what I always step into or what jumped out to me, particularly this time is just kind of what, what was the emotional atmosphere mm. like and what was, how did that color everything yeah. that was going on? Yeah. And then, How how does Jesus' revelation color that as well? You know, um, kind of almost like worn down to a vulnerability where you're going to get like the most pure reaction out of Mary, out of the disciples, because all of those defenses, as we all have have been in a place of mourning, you know, those defenses are down. And um, anyway, yeah, yeah, that's kind of yeah, not super. Well, theological from no, a I, th- intellectual perspective but more from a emotional what's going yeah. on in
0: people's well and i find a lot of comfort in that I, I find a lot of comfort in the confusion of these first few days after the resurrection mm-hmm. and and that emotional rawness because I, you know, I i think intellectually i sometimes feel like oh christ is risen i should be joyful and ecstatic and But even on Easter Sunday, like we can come to church, we can come to worship, and you know, we still have that family member that we're worried about, or we still have that person in the hospital. We still are, you know, maybe it was a stressful morning getting kids ready. You know, Mm -hmm. like um, we might confess that Jesus is risen, but we don't necessarily experience resurrection life on a day-to-day basis, and we can be wondering, like, is the tomb actually empty? I, I I feel like every time. I come back to John 20 or this, you know, these, these accounts, I'm like, this is, this is just real life. This Mm -hmm. is the sort of tension that we still can find ourselves living in of, okay, I, I I see something going on and, and I, and I believe like, like John, but I don't necessarily fully understand exactly what this means. And I still sometimes find myself weeping. And, um, I, I feel like there's, 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 very real, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and, and I love in the midst of that, that Jesus says her name. Yeah. Um, it's very tender, very intimate. I don't know if, have you seen The Chosen? I have not. Okay. Well, I don't want to give too much. Uh, I can go on for too long, but there's Jesus at some point references Isaiah 43, you know, I've have, I have called you by name. You are mine. And, references that to mary kind of mm. calls her by name and and i think there's something beautiful whether or not that's in mind here but I, I, it's just so beautiful that jesus calls us by name mm. and that jesus the the fully glorified resurrected ascended to the father the lord that's what mary's confession at the end like the lord yahweh like, i don't like Knows us, calls us by name, speaks our name, and and says, "You are mine," and that the 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 resurrected Jesus says, "You are mine," and I know you by name, and that is just, I mean that that's a that's amazing to me, and and, and even I can read this and not be surprised, but Jesus has sort of completed his mission. He said on the cross, "It is finished." He did what he came here to do, and he could just be like. Peace out, y'all. You you know, like you got me crucified, and I'm off to heaven. And um, you're welcome for saving you. But but that's not just. It's not just about you know the the scales being leveled. It's about relationship. It's about Mm -hmm. intimacy. It's about you know, said in John 14, I've gone to prepare a place for you. That where I am, you may also be. And I, I think that that desire for an intimate relationship and that God knows us by name and loves us is just runs throughout this this week in this beautiful way that's so compelling um if if i can like begin to actually believe it yeah (laughs) and receive it
1: yeah and i i think that what you hit on there is that like so key that he came for relationship and it's not about balancing the scales yeah he did that and that is great and it is a great benefit to us yeah you know not necessarily a benefit to him I mean, it is a benefit to him because what he wants is to be in relationship with us, right? And so that is the avenue in which we can be in relationship with God. But he sticks around, and he doesn't just stick around. He gives those who he walked with what they need. So he gives Thomas what we don't read, you know, is when he appears to the disciples later and yeah. the road to Emmaus and yeah. you know, the encounter with Peter. Here's and my the hands, here's yeah. my side. Yeah. yeah. He gives Thomas what he needs. Yeah. He gives Peter what he needs. Yeah. He he gives uh, kind of does goes through that same exercise, which is more kind of theological, intellectual. Let's talk through this and what's gone on with the two that are walking to uh Emmaus. Yeah. I mean he right in this moment I think we see he gives Mary what Mary needs yes, in that moment. And absolutely. so his work is finished. Yeah. Right? But here's Jesus doing like the extra work. Yeah. This is him just loving on us, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yep, and yep. so I think that that we can sometimes just have Jesus be an intellectual exercise mm. and not get into that and realize that he does give us what we need. Yeah. He gives yeah. us what we need on a physical level yeah. for sure, but he also gives us what we need on a spiritual level, on an emotional level, on just being able to have a relationship with him. Yeah. He's challenging and he challenges yeah. us. If you haven't been challenged by Jesus, you know, then <laughs> you're very different than me. You're doing but it wrong. He challenges us, but he also gives us what what we need that yeah. security, yeah. that um, uh, what what we need to 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 rise to the challenge, yeah. to to be made place new. In the, yeah, place yeah. In the right. yeah, place in the family. That's right, place in the family.
0: Yeah, I, I I quote this pretty much every Easter, but it's one of those things that sticks out. A pastor preaching on Easter Sunday in the church that I used to work at, and made the comment that we need the objective reality of Easter become to become a subjective reality for us. So there's this objective historical reality of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and that's really good news but we also need it to become personal. Yeah. Right. That's right. the subjective part. It is objective. It is we we believe it is this happened in time and space and history, but if it just stays there, that's not really the point, right? The point is for us to to take it in, to say, this is for me, that this is, this is, impacts my life, that Jesus is my Lord, that Jesus is uh, there for me, that Jesus provides what, what, what he knows that I need, that he is um, my joy and peace and new life, you know, like that, that's, and both of those things are, were invited to confess and step into on a, on Easter. Um, Well, and that's what I loved, the, the, last thing
1: that you left us with to to contemplate is being called by name. Yeah. And that's kind of where you left us. Yes. Was to 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 sit with that subjective reality yeah. that this the resurrected Christ knows you. Yeah. and calls you. Yeah. And what does that do?
0: Yeah. That's maybe a good place to leave it. Yeah, I think so. The resurrected Jesus calls you. He knows you. So step into this Eastertide knowing that you are called and known and named and loved. Step out in confidence. Step out with a little bit of fear and trembling because Jesus is alive and he's Lord. Yeah, he You is. never know exactly what he might do, what he might want to do, but there's no greater adventure.
1: Well, uh, Dan... I just personally want to say thank you for uh, being attentive to the Holy Spirit to put on an ambitious, you know, we, we ambitious thing like this. We haven't had an episode in what a month and a half, and now we're going to do a whole <laughs> a <laughs> we did a whole of episode. week of episodes. So well, thanks um, for making it happen. Yeah, man, I, it was my pleasure. It was a lot of fun to do. Yeah. Um, and thanks to all of our guests that we've had. Yes. Um, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Eric. You pulled a lot of extra um, time recording yeah, so uh, for this project. So, again, yeah, I,
0: th- I think this is great. So, yeah. thanks for doing it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Grace and peace.